virgin couch. So that's the true narrative. This a is like dull. You might need to oil it back up, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> I wanted to. I really oh want to jump God. in here, guys. But Sim did have me sign a new NDA, so I, yeah, I just. So. I can't say nothing. That's not even true, Nathan. <laughs> I don't understand it. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more. Your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Simorg. I'm joined today by returning party members. Let's welcome back Renfell. Also, welcome back the Nut, 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 Nathan, Napalm. Hey, glad to be here. Uh, gets a smile every time. And welcome back again, Daedalus. I'm crashing again, charm, boys. Baby. By the way, Daedalus, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Nathan's also a pally brother from another mother. So, Oh, my goodness. We are outnumbering hey. the DM big time here today. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, hey, before we dig in too far, though, everybody, uh, welcome into everybody here that's in chat joining us today. Uh, we are on episode 71 we had 70 yep. last week. It's crazy. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really strange, man, because it didn't seem like we've been doing this that long. And then for some reason, seeing 70 last week just really sort of just hit me different. I don't know why, but before we dig in, got to give a shout out to the home, not the home of this podcast, but the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. Thank you so much for keeping this party's bags packed. Provision stock for all of our adventures here on the show. Um, as always, if you'd like to call in, leave us a voicemail. You can call 1539-664-6801. You want to leave us a review on iTunes, you can go over to the uh, top of our Twitter, which is at the LFM show. Look at the pinned post there. Click on iTunes. Go follow through. Do your uh, do your review. Leave us a comment there. And if you do, we'll read that here live as well. Um, yeah, and, and speaking of Patreon, if you want to support the show and all those things that are happening, go to patreon.com forward slash Samorg. Gentlemen, we've got a lot to discuss today, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm going to start with a bit of a public service announcement, if you will. Um, this is basically, uh, it's coming real soon. I got news from my editor that uh, the video has been uh curated finally it was recorded yesterday um might be uh might be might be hit, dropping the hammer on some fools that like to drop my youtube and and roll their mouth a little bit so it's coming Whoa. i didn't think i would be making a video like this in a while but i'm gonna tell you i had to right because the keyboard warriors that want to come roll along sometimes and drop into people's chats. It's easy to like run their mouth when they're behind a screen and all that, right. To, to spit out opinions and things they're thinking and, and, you know, present that as if it were fact. And there's a big difference between fact spec and speculation opinion or the like. So I had to make a clarification point and it was also including me dropping a hammer on the individuals because they were being damn fools dropping by. Nathan knows, knows what I'm talking about because he got pinged the homie. Just, somebody was a little like, uh, you know, 
I don't know for sure, but I don't think there, I think there's something a little off with the person who's so adamant about going after somebody just because they didn't get the response they wanted or a response soon enough. And I also want to, yeah. Especially, especially because we presented why we felt that way, yes. right? It wasn't, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and I, I wasn't even going to make mm-hmm. a video about it until I seen exactly clear evidence that yes. there was something horrible happening. You we know, talk, talking about campfire boys. We're talking about embers yeah. adrift, yes. And there's an okay. it's important campfire reason. <laughs> yeah, there's a very important reason that I'm bringing this up as it ties into the show. But if Renfield, whatever you're going to say, and then I'm going to make that point. Well, I was going to, I was going to say, cause one of the things that I would love to point out, because there's, there's speculation by some people who are like, Oh, they've, they've just made this video because they're friends with Tim. Look yeah. at the videos that those two guys have done. They, all they did was they presented, here are the videos mm-hmm. from two years ago. Uh, those videos were from uh, Simmerg's own channel, yes. as well as the Battle Axe Theater channel. Oh, true. Those videos from two years ago, April yep. of 2020? Uh, 2020? Wait, 2020. Yeah. April of 2021. Yes. Right? And then let's compare those. Yeah. Yeah, it was April yeah, 2021. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah, yeah. Um, let's take those videos and let's compare them to the videos that Embers Adrift put out on their YouTube channel in <laughs> January of 2022 calling those videos the launch trailer and all of these things mm. that are going to be in the mm. launch game that we're launching. We're just around the corner. Closed beta is coming to me. Those videos were comparison. The videos that Nathan and Sim did were comparison yep. videos of those things from two years ago compared to the things that were publicly put on uh, the Embers of Drift channel. I have nothing. I had no yeah. input into the videos these two guys created. Mm. Um, no you know, yeah, interaction with that whatsoever. Yeah. The only, the only input at all is that we know that Rimfell is the creator yes. of Saga of Lucenia. Right. And that's what made us be interested in the right. game. And then we know that they could have continued making yes. Saga of Lucenia. Because mm. I released a video as soon as the news hit, like, hey, everybody calm down. They're still making the MMO. They're still making Saga of Lucenia. They, they got the rights. Yep. It's fine. Everybody calm down. And yeah. Because I still wanted it to be good. Now, when I see evidence that we're going to be running around whispering to tables, yes. that's when I was like, dude, this is crazy. Keyword, you, you know, evidence. Yeah. Meaning facts, right? And here's this is the point I want to make, okay? Is no one, it, they're only saying this stuff right now. Like these people are coming in going, you must have, and I'm not, I didn't even like drop it on all the people I could have dropped it on too, right? But they were, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to say too much because I'm saving it for the video. People can go check it out then. I don't want to just repeat the same thing, right? But this is the point related to the show I want to make. It's very important. Historically, if you've watched this show, you know for a fact that we talk about games, all games, all games. We bounce around a lot. Sometimes videos we make, we talk about the game and reflect on said video. Sometimes we talk about the game makes a video reflect on said video later. We did it with dream world. I mean, I can't even name them all right. We did it with dream world. At least tons of games in the last six months. Yes. And, and, and before Renfell was ever on the show, we were taught, was talking about it with Nathan, right? Talking about yeah. how it was like really sus, right? So just be and and the thing is, no one comes and hits us up with this, right? We've been this isn't like a new thing we're doing. Nathan covers games and we talk about look, him and I, 
specifically cover games. And I'm bringing him in out because we were brought up in this, right? We've, we've talked about games on the show for a long time and we've made videos about games because that's what you do as a content creator. And, and we've, and years we, before I ever for, came on the show. Before he was here. And also to, to the point that Nathan was making, right? One of the things Nathan and I have specifically talked about well before Renfell was ever here was we have people that follow us in communities. We have people that watch our content, right? They expect certain things from us. And some of them just appreciate certain things, right? And even with all of that aside, and those things being clarification, information related to games that are in development or released or just our feedback, right? That's what people check out content creators for. But the thing is, is <laughs> like, it's kind of a part of what we do that if we, and I, I know, I don't know, I can't speak for Nathan, but for me personally, if something looks a little off or weird or sus, I've always brought it up, right? Yeah, I I won't bring it up if I feel like it does not affect my audience, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of things have come and gone that I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. there's no reason for me to even talk about this sure. mess because it doesn't affect my audience. But this one does mm. big time. This affects my audience. This affects the yep. MMO I'm looking out for. This this affects other indie, MM, indie developers in general. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, another thing I want to mention is that People who are taking the route of, oh, you must be friends with Renfell, therefore you're you're just going out of turn here. As evidenced by what? Renfell, Renfell does yeah. not want their game to fail, guys. If that's the impression you get, that makes no sense. Also he left them his the design show. documents. He, he, he put a crap load of years and hours and blood, sweat, and tears into the project. He, just whatever happened that nobody knows mm. yet, until we'll find that one mm. day, but until we even know, what we do know is that he left them in a situation where they could continue making the game that he had gotten it to and that point and they were wanted still it to doing succeed. so as of early 2021. Because if you remember when they shut down the pre order store and everything in March of 2021, they were still developing yeah. a game called Saga Vasimia and it was right. still the Saga Vasimia website. So yes. the decision to rebrand happened sometime in 2021. No one knows why. They have the rights. They have had the rights yep. since I found it, right. and I did found Stormhaven Studios. My name is on the Secretary of State documents in the state of Texas as the original founder. They have had the rights since day one. They still have the rights to make an MMORPG based on my intellectual property that was created in 1999. Why they chose to do so is the speculation, yeah. and that's <clears> the, <throat> that's the type of content that people are creating now. Like, why? What happened? Why are we you don't choosing know. to do this? Why did you strip all this stuff out of yeah. it? Yeah, right. Those are, the, yeah. those are the questions being asked by people, which has nothing to do with me. Nothing at right. all. Right. No. And, you know, and the thing is, is like, why would I make a video? I don't know. Maybe because once upon a time I was a creator for Saga of Leucemia and people bought. I I know people bought copies of can my game. Questions? Sure. sure. And yeah. full disclosure, you, you can say no, yeah. you don't have to answer oh. this because of NDAs and stuff. Sure. Were you ever given a reason for a why the creator uh, program was shut down and B, were you ever offered an opportunity to come back? into a new program like well, i don't even i mean i'm not obligated to any and that doesn't ndas don't cover that the nda i, saw, I signed for saga of leucemia by the way never covered that so yeah i know i have no which by the way um i think it was i can't remember if it was loa or Dr drinden or was the uh, undone I can't, I can't remember which one someone talked about potentially reopening it 
uh, as they got closer, but I don't think they did. And if they did, it's a few people that seem to be in this really small clique, which really, from my perspective, hurts your game. But the point that I'm making about this is why would I make a video, a follow up video on it? Because I know people that are my friends that bought the game using my affiliate link. And if they ever, like, I'm thinking of like perfect, I, I know I can say her name, she's not going to be upset about it. Adeniums, for example. I know she bought the game using my referral code. She did the same thing for that one game, Valar, I think that came out or whatever. She was super supportive, like would always use the referral code. Right? I feel like it's my duty in doing right by the people that follow my stuff and things who maybe have chosen to support me by doing something like that to let them know, hey, homie, remember that thing you got? I'm not – and this is the thing. I don't know exactly, right? I don't know because, like, she and some of the other people that purchased, they purchased uh, through my affiliate link for Saga. I don't know, by the way. It's just – I'm just real talk here. I don't know how much or what of that actually transfers over. What happens if these individuals that used it want to – don't aren't cool with that? Are you going to return their money? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just a question. I never paid for the game. But it's a valid question, and I don't know that they've actually gone out there and talked about that either, which is probably another point I should make. Well, well, honestly, probably in my opinion, what's going on here, actually, yeah. with these people coming on, if you check their accounts or newly created accounts, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> we're probably looking at developers and or uh, the, handful of, the, the handful of white knights they have, which I don't believe that many. Most people, you can see even in my comments, some people being like, I hope I'm not breaking NDA here, but the game's freaking, we've been begging them, do not launch it like this. It is Serious not ready. Gamer, right. by the way, um, he left a comment a few days ago. I remember him from alpha testing from like four or five years ago. So he's a legit, he is a legitimate. Uh, been there. He's been in for several years. I know who that is, so. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, if you yeah. judge their behavior on their own tweets, on their own posts, et cetera, that's kind of what they do, which I'm not I'm not judging them for that. Whatever. You're you're trying to play the uh, algorithm game, whatever. Um, I, I get it. I like my own posts, too, uh, most of the time. So I get it. But um, that's probably what we're dealing with here. I got some pretty nasty messages, sure. in my opinion. Uh fairly offensive messages from the development team. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm, yeah. I My employer, when I'm on YouTube, is my audience. Right. And if you screw or are trying to screw or swindle my audience, I will flip out, out and, and I will yeah. try to warn my audience. That's 100%. all. If they release... If they delay and they produce a good product, I will absolutely change my tune immediately and say, hey, this is actually pretty good. Um, Looks like they fixed XYZ. Yeah. We're not talking to tables anymore. We've got quests. We've got story. Uh, I would absolutely change my my tune because then it would be good for my audience. But for now, if they really go through with the plan they have with judging based on what they got done in a, a year, and we're in February, so we're going to launch this year, even the last day of this year, that's not enough time based on what they've been able to accomplish so far them to get enough yeah. content or enough things in the game for it to be worth 50 bucks in a sub no way boy and i i dropped it hard too i, I pointed out some things i you know i'm just i'm just kind of tired of this like mentality too of like individuals think the, you know what i mean like anyway whatever i'm gonna leave it be they got like something coming up i just i'm like who the fuck do y'all think you are 
Like you, you realize keyboard warriors behind your screens, like typing shitty comments, being a toxic asshat in someone's chat. Everybody around here knows me, knows what happens when you do that. Sim drops a hammer on that shit faster than you can say, yo, MTV raps. <laughs> Time me. People in my chat right here live, including my mods have seen it happen. They didn't even get the moderator. I got to so fast in the middle of me talking. Yeah. I'm like, cause it does not have a place here. Like, you know, if you, if people have like, you know, informed, educated decisions based on facts and evidence, like they got an opposing rhetoric they want to engage in. They want to provide constructive criticism or a debate. I'm down with that, man. We do that all the time around here, but that stuff, dude, like, dude, get that garbage the fuck out of my face. I I have a question. French for garbage. Yeah. Cause you covered, you covered dream world and like, I want to say 10 or 12 different videos. Did you ever get any white knights from their community coming over and like, Interestingly enough, I think may <laughs> I think I only got like one or two. I had way more people dropping by because they were on the hate train. Yeah, I know. That's I yeah. mean, like, dear Lord, no. I ain't trying to hear all that, but you all could talk. I mean, you aren't really like being super toxic and hateful, but geez, man, you you you, you wanna you get yes, you're mad at, at, in real life, like often, right? Like you're carrying that. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Talking about White Knights, yeah. there was one game that I covered that I actually didn't cover it originally to make fun of it. I just grabbed a, a, an old MMO friend of mine. We, we were going to try this game. We played Darkfall, and it was just so bad that it was hilarious. And so I made a video just kind of showing all the hilarious things about that we ran into. Mm. Dude, that, there's like 300 people play that game. All 300 of them came to my video and like flipped out. Um, so Darkfall is a good one. Uh they uh, they love their game, dude. They <laughs> it doesn't matter that you can Mario Bros jump on people's heads and ride them oh, around man. like mounts and all kinds of other silly things. They will fight oh. to to the death for that game. I was I was gonna say too. The other thing I want to say about Embers of Drift before we move on, because like you know that's just a yeah fucking sad. It is. It is. It genuinely is. I. I I'm just like, dude. What an epic fail this is gonna be. I, I just in my gut. The same gut that instinct that's told me other things were going to be horrible. Don't do it. Like things are going to fail. And then you just watch it happen. I mean, I can't, the list is, I, I can't even, it's countless. Yeah. And this one is doing this to me. And people are like, we're doing a thing. We got a world breaker event. Yeah. It's going to break some shit. All right. I think it's going to break some shit. All right. Like your game is going to be busted up and people are going to, get busted up over it like they're they got some stream coming up like is it tomorrow i think it's tomorrow tomorrow at 11 a.m central um they're doing some sort of a um it looks like it's eloa it looks like it's eloa drendon and three streamers um uh which tomorrow at 11 and they're showing off the meadowlands which as we know from previous previous concept art and iterations was actually a saga leucemia zone First and foremost, um, so it's interesting. Gonna be very interesting to see. Maybe, maybe, change. maybe they've left some elements in that zone. You know, maybe we will see something cool. I do, uh, here's what I think: exactly. just delay your game, guys, and maybe that's not possible, right? You never know the circumstance, but if yeah. it is possible at all, delay your game and get some content in there for God's sakes, please. And this is a great reference point. So Sparrow said this too: like, I don't want the shit to splatter onto other indie you know teams and this is why we do this because there are indie developers out there i'm passionate about this man i have met indie developers who care 
about their project, who care about their community, right? And when you've got other developers out there running around using hashtag indie dev or indie game developer or any of that stuff, or they're running around doing it, it, it's like, you know what I mean? It just makes other one. It just, it's like games that go to Kickstarter. It has a stigma, doesn't it? Yeah. But Nathan, Nathan made this comment last week um, on that same theme. What Sparrow just said is like, if Pantheon tried to launch in the state that it's in right now, Nathan would be up in arms Heck yeah, I would make dude. It'd be way angrier because I'm invested and my reputation is on the line at this point, right? Mm -hmm. I I would make a way angry. And actually, one time there is an angry rant on my channel about Pantheon, and that was when there was this little debate where they were like, "Well, we're not sure about cash shops yet," and I flipped tables. Mm -hmm. I I flipped out like, "Do not go down this route." They say anything back to you when you flipped them? Yeah, well, they just came back like, hey, man, we didn't mean that we're considering or anything. We've, yeah, I don't know how much of that I can share, but yada, yada, yada. They told me some things. Mm. And then they were like, we were just opening up a, 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 a conversation. We just wanted the community to give their opinions. Doesn't mean we're even going to factor those into uh, the development of the game. Um, so they responded back with that. and But they appreciated the passion. They understand, like, when you have a lot of passion, that comes out in different ways, uh, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, look, mm-hmm. I'm not going to – nobody gets a free pass here, right? Like, if you're going to screw yep. over my community, I'm going to scream, flip tables, I mean, and, yeah. and everything. And, and Daedalus and I – I don't care if they I, talk or not. I'm going to flip that damn table. Yeah, Daedalus and I – like, if Ashes launched right now, I'd be like, what are you doing? Uh, right. No, right? And in the past, there were things that went down and – Daedalus is on the Ashes Pathfinder podcast with me. We've had some, we work, and this is the thing, we work, we gave a lot of constructive criticism, but there was, we were frustrated with them and we were not like, we didn't sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, a a good content creator holds the developers accountable, right? They could be things that they do that are, they support. There's also things that constructive criticism needs to happen right in order to ensure the direction of the game mm-hmm. is for the good of the game right and and one of the things that's really important i think with the ashes of creation is there is that dialogue yeah um that's happening i you know i i think there's other games that have the same thought process but in in the case of of this situation i mean i don't know all the details guys so pardon right. me but it just it okay. does feel even just from somebody who it. knows nothing about the game it feels very shady and like i i think you know sparrow might have said it best uh here thanks for looking out i mean that's the end of the day right we as content creators need to hold developers accountable so that they know where to course correct right and i'm not talking about like you know changing the direction of their vision and so on but when they're doing shady shit like this it gives me pause it's like do i really want to vote with my dollars here hard yes right so that that, that's kind of my thinking and definitely where sim and i you know are are totally like on board with each other even ashes of creation which Mm. you know both he and i are heavily invested in that right yeah we along the same lines as you nathan because we're heavily invested, we're we're more vocal when things are happening that don't align with you know what we see as is the right course, and we'll take our time, go through the facts and evidence, and present our case. We're not just doing something off the cuff and trying to you know 
white knight or black knight or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Whatever the opinion is, it's, at the end of the day, it's it's something that we want to make sure it succeeds. That's yeah. right. So we're going to we're going to you know we're going to speak our truth and you know let the chips fall where they may in terms I of like, like you know what people think. Yeah. Speak the truth, yep. no matter what. And and I will reiterate once again, these guys were making content way before I was ever involved with this channel and this show. Mm-hmm. And they've made plenty of other rant videos about other games. And so the idea that I somehow influenced <laughs> things. So ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous because it's like you must have the things this. that are it's being like, pointed out. You mean like... The things that are being pointed out are things that stand on their own merit that anyone with an internet connection can go out and find. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's not on their Twitter. Information, right? It's not easy to find, though, because they deleted all the old oh, videos. Oh, true. Which, 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 you know, that was yeah. that was what made me feel like, what are they hiding? That's sus. Uh, fortunately, yeah. we had people that were, uh, you know, with those like Simurg and yeah. uh, some other guys who had that kind of archived on their channel, and we were able to find that little footage and be like, oh my god, seven, you can't. No matter how hard you try, you can't delete seven years of this face being out there promoting a product and yeah, you just, you can't get rid of it. I mean, Mm. for better or for worse, you know, Daedalus said something that was important too. This is the thing that I find more and more that I find is extremely important. Now, Pantheon rise of the fallen does a pretty good job of this, right? I I love your video. Oh, Oh, really? Thanks. Yeah. So you pronounced it perfectly too. You did it. Galdasi ruins. You did. I did. Thank you. Okay. I was like, God, I hope there's two eyes there. I hope I don't fuck this up. It's not like EA or something. You know what I mean? Like in some native tongue of the the land. You know, it was like, yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never know, know, man. Things throw you for a loop, man. I mean, I say Nikwa, and they're like, it's not Nikwa, it's Nikua or Nik Nikwa. Like in the with ashes, right? It's like so. Um, yeah. So I was like, I was, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of the itch for Pantheon here lately. Like I'm kind of like i don't know if i was really like planning on back in a game but i'm kind of like more and more contemplative about doing it here lately um, well i have two messages yeah. one for you mm, specifically Simurg, sure. and one for chat for cool. you Simurg, the message is this <laughs> there in 30 days it's all that something magical will probably happen okay mm. I, i'm just saying i have a good feeling based on communications lately that in cool. 30 days something magical will probably happen so for you, that mm. might be a good time for you to make your final decision. Yeah. For chat, go on over to PantheonMMO.com forward slash pledge and go ahead and throw your money right now, baby. Throw it down. <laughs> He's like, simulate and see everybody else. <laughs> Drop that dollar, baby. Drop it like it's, you know, anyway. Point out something too yeah. really quick because I would like to say that, that, <laughs> that looking at the enthusiasm around Pantheon, Ashes of Creation, mm. independent development teams that are doing it right this is the this is kind of what it often comes up on this show in any in any ways because we're also we're all we're often talking not just about gaming practices with kickstarters yeah. and indie teams we're also we're always talking about nfts and all this other stuff and we 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 always <laughs> criticize that and we yes. come down hard on that because it 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 screws everybody else out of mm-hmm. legitimate good projects so when we see what we consider to be legitimate good projects like ashes of creation and pantheon we want we get hyped about that. We want yeah. to support it and we can do things like throw your money down. Like, you know, <laughs> right. it's, it's, we want these projects to succeed because we're passionate about them because we yeah. trust what's being done. And because we see, we see transparency, we see yep. 
progress being made. We see all of the right things. All of those boxes are being ticked. Whether you're talking Titan Reach or the Campfire game that I'm not allowed to say the name of for legal reasons and other things, when we see games, Dream World and all this other stuff happening, yeah, there's there's a desire to come down hard on that because it's making these other legitimate games it, it ruins their chances of actually happening or or potentially getting yeah. more funding and more pre-orders and everything else and doing bigger and better things um so yeah um i like nathan's passion about pantheon and and you can look at daedalus and 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 sim doing their every sunday isn't it your guys yeah. how many episodes yeah. have you guys done now uh 200 well, not yet this year it's though getting there we're at 167 this week, I think, or yeah, I think so. I think so. Those so. kind of things don't happen unless the dev teams are doing something right. True. To have people wanting to be surrounding them week. and making content. So it's 166 and, and another, this week. Yeah. Another thing is that, like, we've had uh, a a good over a decade of seeing what AAA publishers ha- do with the MMO genre, yeah. and most of us aren't happy with it. So, like, nope. this new crowdfunding kind of thing is a very good opportunity for the community to decide what they want the game to be. And, uh, you know, when you when somebody walks in and takes a, a big nasty dump in the bed, I'm not going to invite mm. my friend to go lay in it, right? Right. Um, it is what it is. So they can lay in their own bed that they're, if they're going to crap in it. Or they still have the option to just delay the game and make it or even just say, you know what? Which the, there's no way I don't believe at this point they would do this. We're going to make the game we yeah. promised. We're making uh, uh, Saga Lucemia. We've got the rights. We can do that. That would be the best idea. out there right I now. I'm, I'm more than happy to consult on that project. There you go. Yeah, you know, you know, one thing I was gonna say too about the the back, you know, been considering backing, is it, I'm gonna tell you the reason. Like I, I'm considering backing Pantheon, right? I'm not considering backing it specifically because of content creation. If, in all fairness, I don't know how much time I'd actually have to juggle yeah. that and Ashes and two podcasts and the other stuff, plus my book, plus all the other stuff I got working on, right? I don't know how much time I would actually have to play, right? But the reason, and this is one of the reasons I think it's important if you're considering backing something, and someone said in a comment recently to me, uh, and it's like, you know, it's the same thing we say all the time, even about Ashes, right? If you're doing it because you're, you're, you you view it as buying a game, I think you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And also, it's probably not a very realistic expectation. If you're doing it because you want to back it or, for example, help to see it, propel it forward a little bit more with your whatever you can, whatever that little bit is. That's the reason I would want to do it, right? Not necessarily because I have an expectation of a big return or an expectation on content or an expectation of some, you know, fill in the blank, right? For me, if I do it, it's my vote of confidence. Like you say, vote with your your dollar to say like, hey, I kind of want to be a little bit more of a part of this. I want to show you some support, Right. I want to kind of raise your banner a bit here and there and go, yeah, I kind of got a kind of got their back on this. And yeah, transparent and, development's and, great for that because it reinforces your your development pipeline. And Pantheon's pretty transparent about yeah. their money right now all goes to making their team larger so that they can 
get the game out faster, right? So when you back it with your money, you're saying, I like the project. I want you to do it. I'll, this, you know, uh, I'm going to give you a little, little bit of my monetary funding here to help you get this done because I want it to get done. Um, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's like my thing too. When I, when I backed ashes, like the presentation, I was like, I just want to go all in on something and just be there from the very beginning. That was my rationale with ashes. Right. It it wasn't like necessarily let me become the best content creator in the whole world. And Ash is going to take me there. No, man. Right, like I right. love the vision and I it's wanted awesome. to be there from day one to be a part of the journey. Cause I've never done that with a game from the very, very beginning at that earliest stage, all the way through its lifespan. I wanted to be able to do that one time in my life with an MMORPG. Somebody made a comment on your Pantheon video today, Nathan, I saw, which I thought was a very insightful comment. I think it was on your Pantheon video, around mm. something around the, the lines of, you know, one of the hard parts about getting into a project early, like one of these crowdfunded projects that you know is going to take longer than a traditional AAA development project because it's smaller teams, etc., is that there can often be long periods of drought between content updates, which if you're getting into it for the purposes of content yeah. creation, that's the wrong reason to be getting into it because sure. you're not you're not going to be able to create enough content around it to keep yourself constantly busy. Yeah. You might be able to get a burst of content in the first three months because you're new to it sure. and you have yeah. a whole bunch of theory craft that you can do and you can copy other people's content. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to hit a brick wall of going, well, shit, it's going to be six months until the next big thing that they're adding to the game so what am i doing for the next six mm. months am i regurgitating what everybody else is saying am i just gonna be am i gonna go do podcasts like what right and the information yeah. sometimes isn't very interesting i mean it's interesting for people who are following it closely but sure. like there's on, only so many videos you can do with the classic youtube face of like oh my gosh you know yeah. like you only <laughs> yeah. get those a couple times a year right yeah. um, i don't know i'm riding that uh i'm riding that tolkien rings of yeah. power eight train pretty well with that i love it it'll last a while <laughs> yeah yeah I love it. But you're right you are right it eventually runs out it know? does yeah it eventually does and, and the thing is too is like i think i even said when i was talking i don't want to make it all about the video but i was even like mentioning the fact that you know like i i think i said something about i want to be able to contribute to kind of help pull it forward yeah. push it forward a bit but i, can't, I know I, I don't have the bandwidth to do something crazy like run a wiki which by the way is there any community members that are running a wiki for that hopefully yes. for pantheon yeah uh there is there's, i think it's not very many people but uh, yes there too is. Bad. yeah I, the person featured in the last uh newsletter actually which i can get you a link to uh yeah. is, oh. is the main person right now yeah um Got it. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. Things I, I kind of want to dig through a wiki and I wasn't really like finding it, but then again, you know, time is limited. So talking about games. Moxie, that are, thank you. Yeah. I Moxie I, I, and chat. I felt bad that I couldn't think of the, uh, yeah. the name, but it's Moxie. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a moment to shout out Twitch real quick, believe it or not. Um, I've been pretty happy with what they're doing. I'm actually super, this is for creators and uh, they're rolling a, my Mike, and this is definitely in the geek culture. If you're a creator thing, and we're going to move to more of the bigger topics coming up here. Um, had one that was actually curated by a community member, uh, Alfina that I want to talk about, but, um, they are currently beta testing a feature, right. Which allows, uh, Twitch they're running with partners and affiliates, right. You have to have the offer or whatever to do it, but it's essentially like here you do this many hours a month of streaming you run this many minutes of ads and it's not like crazy, right? And it's easy to do that during an ad. Like you take a break to go bio and you run your ads, right? Easy peasy. 
And if you do that or whatever, it'd give you this chunk a month. So they are looking, it's looking like, and if this goes through, this is going to be one of the coolest things I've ever seen on a live streaming or content creator platform. And that is literally saying, if you hit these markers, we send you a straight up chunk on top of whatever your other revenue is here every month. Question. That's nice. Is it a guaranteed chunk or is it a percentage of a profit yep. shared pie? Nope. It's not a profit shared pie. It's a chunk. Hmm. So they're going to give you mm-hmm. a guaranteed X amount yep. of dollars every, if you hit, that's not going to lie. It's not like a ton, but if you add that to like, you know, it's like, it's in the hundreds range potentially. And there are different tiered offers you can accept. Gotcha. Right. But your tape, but your, but that is, is solid because someone That's who is, legitimate. yeah, it's legit. Cause it means you don't have to be like, I think it's really good for the individuals, like probably like myself affiliates. I don't know if it's going to be a partner exclusive thing later, or if it's going to be probably, I would imagine they might be tiered offers for like affiliates and then probably tiered offers for like partners or whatever. And then depending on maybe size or concurrent viewership or something, I don't know, but I just think it's really cool because they're going more in the direction of saying, you know, we're willing to like, you know, support you a bit more if you can, you know, sort of hit a certain benchmark. I think it was like 40 hours in a month, uh, and I forget how many minutes there's a blog post I could probably post. Actually, let me grab that um, and I'll post it. But I just thought that was really cool because for people that like have the goal or aspiration to make, you know, cause the thing is, is like, if, if you have the aspiration to, you know, really do this. Now I personally do not have the mindset of, let me just drop what I'm doing and make this a gig. Cause that's, it's not reliable income. Okay, it's not reliable income until you get to a point where you're really big. Yeah, and yeah, I mean big, big, really like big, 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 big. Yeah, like you got like yeah, like thousand followers, like yeah. top point zero one percent or or even less potentially of a platform. But the reason I'm saying this is it's cool because when you do stream and there's peaks and valleys to it, the valleys kind of hurt if maybe you're at, you know, dedicating more time and the peaks are really nice. And so it's tough because that happens normally on Twitch anyway, as it does on other streaming platforms. Right. So this is cool because it's like whatever you get via bits and subs. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you like a foundation and then plus there's your other stuff. So that's, it's super cool. I hope that it launches. I hope that it works out really well for everybody and it doesn't like really necessarily like impact twitch too much because it would suck if they didn't they were like oh wow this is a little too generous we can't do that you know what i mean so anyway it seems really cool i'm hoping it works out because i think it could be it could be really great for a lot of content creators who quite frankly i think deserve a bit bit more with the time they invest that they don't get Um, yeah so okay people who will stream you know 40 hours a week and they never get more than two or three people. And I've always felt like it sucks. It really sucks to be in that because they're not bad streamers. They're just too new to the platform or they're in too saturated of a demographic or too saturated of a game. They're not at the right peak time because they can't play at a peak time because of their job or whatever the case may be. There's all these things that factor into it, but yet they're still there every single day trying if there's a way to help those people actually start seeing success because they are contributing to the platform. You know, that is a cool move on, on Twitch's behalf. I think so. um, it is. Yeah, it's probably one of the coolest ones I've seen. You know what else is really cool? When gamers, 
in some small way actually are helping with research for COVID. Kind of a trip. There's an article I posted in chat. I'm not going to get too, too much into it. But the long and short of it is, is that researchers have actually been utilizing gamers in studies. And they actually are work, turning out to be better research participants because of the fact that they're consistently ingrained in what they're doing. And we're used to that grind, baby. Yeah, we're used to the grind. So you get a you get a you get a certain perspective by using gamers. So it's actually really cool because they're freaking using gamers. Um, and I and I don't want to go into all the details here because most of the words people aren't going to recognize. But I just wanted to put it here and actually post it and say it. I just think it's really cool. You know, because there was once upon a time, remember when being a gamer was frowned upon before the days of Twitch, right? Before the days of YouTube. Remember, like us geeks used to get, we, for the most part, geeks got shit on in life, man. People looked at you negatively, right? In the earlier days, I remember even the days when I used to say, like, I'm not getting all political here, but they literally were like D&D, Legend of Zelda, right? It's demon stuff and it's bad for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And they got a little bit of a better perspective about it now. And and it's just cool to kind of see that we're evolving to a place where video games are not viewed as being shitty and gamers aren't viewed as being shitty in some way, shape or form, you know, right off the rip. Because there was a time when that was actually pretty, you know, you'd be like, what do you do in your free time? I like to play video games. And they'd be like, oh, what? yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I remember there was times where a teacher would like publicly say some like very stereotypical stuff like, oh, I guess you'll just grow up and be in your mama's basement for the rest of your life. It's like, Dude, for real? And, and for then your real? answer these days, your, your answer these days is maybe I will and I'll still be making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. Uh, yeah. I wish Asmongold would have existed back then. Sure. I would have loved to have been like, oh, no, I'm going to actually stay in my mama's attic and make a few million a month, you know, like Asmongold. Yeah, man. I uh, also saw that Final Fantasy 14. It's like they're kind of like on the other side of this like massive surge that they got for a minute there. Oh, they're flexing hard right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Aren't they, though? They got a damn. I'm going to post the, these articles, but I'm going to mention them both in the same in the same shot here. Getting a massive graphics overhaul. Okay, super cool. Gonna, I'm, uh, I'd be lying if I said there's not part of me going, maybe I just jump online to see how good it looks. Yeah, yeah. And they then, have a timeline for it yet? Uh, I just posted it right. On. Look Does at it show time? I know it's fairly mm. soon because uh, they said that well, something they talked about, about the next April. Six point one in April. There you go. There you go. It's not yeah. that far away. Because they're rolling it out, as I understand, they're doing little bits over time, um, and then it'll eventually be the whole game at some point. Yeah. yeah. And trials back. And if you don't know what the trial is for Final Fantasy 14, it's probably the coolest trial for any of the games I've ever seen, because yeah. the amount of content included in that trial is extensive. Isn't it yeah. up? Isn't it up through Heaven's Ward? Uh, so I actually can answer this because yeah. um, I did the trial um, on the PlayStation because I bought everything and then got sidetracked. Um, as I recall. I got the trial and I think it was 20 bucks um, and it was Rubberboard and Heaven's Ward. All of that plus 30 days of subscription time included for free. After? Um, well, that's included with 20 bucks. I think it was oh, just okay. the, 
that first 30 days you get to play for free no subscription required uh, that was the deal that i remember getting on the right. playstation late last year like september or october whenever it was because i bought that and was like well for 20 bucks i'm going to get two expansions worth of content and a full month of no need to pay a subscription and i went through all of realm reborn in like 20 three days or something and got into heaven's ward before i needed to pay for a subscription Man. and then i just went ahead and pre-ordered um endwalker which gave me all of the other expansions up to endwalker but then i got sidetracked and i never made it through heaven yeah I, i've got to sit down deal yeah i've got to sit down I, to get back into it though because subscription time it's got to right. dig in i mean i i only paid in total i only paid 60 bucks for all of it because i paid 20 bucks for the trial or that base package or whatever it was called and then 40 bucks for the pre-order and it got me everything i felt like that was an extremely good deal you know what game needs to do a a a all-in-one um affordable package or include a couple of older expansions with the subscription more Mm. than any other mmo on the market in my opinion what is lord of the rings online i got hang on hang on hang on i don't know if you've seen the store so they do have a 60 dollar pack now okay it's everything up to and including mordor Oh, it's, well, there you go. Oh, dang, well, really? They didn't used to have this. They yeah, did not yeah. used to have You had to this. buy them individually. Yeah, because everyone complained about how bad they used to nickel and dime you. And I always said, well, True, my yeah. brother and I got the quad pack, which was everything up to Rohan for 40 bucks. And I was like, that was a very good deal. But we this actually came up because we started playing Lotro again with our gaming community a couple weeks ago. And so there was some people who were like, God damn, this is expensive. And then somebody went digging on the store. And sure enough, now they – and I think this is like really new, like within the last few months new because I do not remember this from like six months ago. But it is a $60 pack. I don't remember what it's called, but it's it's the entire base it's, – it's the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy of books. Now, obviously, they've oh, still yeah. done more stuff beyond Mortar. They've got the most recent one, Gundabad or something. They've done right. – Minas Morgul, they've done two or three expansions since Mordor, so you don't get any of that, but you do get, and this is the core thing for probably every fan of the books or movies, right. is going to be that base game all the way yeah. up to throwing the ring into the fires of Mount Doom. 60 bucks. So, I, you know, it is there now. Um, for And plus, you do get the base game basically for free, so you can play free-to-play for like three months, decide whether or not it's even worth the money to you mm-hmm. to go beyond that point and then you can go okay i'm gonna spend 60 bucks and i'm gonna get you know moria all the way through um which is something like eight or ten expansions included in that 60 bucks so it's, but you're not wrong beforehand it was mm-hmm. horrible it was one of the worst for sure nice like, i'm glad to... glad there's well, a solution now i didn't even know this because i went into the store last week in game because i own everything up to rohan it's 60 bucks just just the Helm's Deep expansion is still forty fucking dollars. What? And then they want you to pay twenty bucks for Mordor on top of that. So I was like, <sighs> I still have to pay sixty bucks if I want to play Helm's Deep and Mordor. They need and to I like need... Yeah, they need to fix that, man. If you want more people playing, you could get so many more people playing, I think. If you just I think that's why they finally added that all in one pack for sixty yeah. bucks, because there was enough people that raised an outcry that they went, All right, yeah, fair enough. Just, I feel yeah. like stuff like that limit, you know, when they, when it's not current, it's not new, you don't have a large population. If you want a larger population, don't, you know what I mean? Don't be like, oh, this is going to be expensive if you want a taste of this. It's like, well, maybe bring it down and make it a little more economical considering the content's old. It's not yeah, new. I like you buy the new expansion, it, get it all. Know, 
Yeah. You, you get it all, right? Yeah. Like you're paying a box price plus it's a, a subscription. Mm. Uh, you know, if now if you're not, if you don't have a subscription, I can more understand because like you're paying for that content because <sighs> each content's like a game. So I can see that. But when you're paying for a sub, I think you just you just want people to get hooked on your game as quick as possible. Yeah. And it is weird playing a game knowing like how many more hours am I going to get before I have to buy? True, true. Yeah, it, it just don't feel good while you're playing it. Kind of a little dreading because you're dreading like, when am I going to get cut off and like, can I have to go and get this? Is it when's when's it exactly going to hit me? Right, like, and I and I don't know about you guys, but every time I want to have money, I don't have it. Right, like it's, <laughs> it always lands. <laughs> I'll have all this money and I'll be like, I don't have no nothing to spend it on. But when I want it, I, I'm freaking broke. So. Yeah. So talking about indie devs, remember we talked about that game into the echo. I'm like loosely like chilling on this one a bit because I'm curious, but I saw that they, there was a bit of an update about pre-alpha week coming up. Can't get from or deny if I may or may not be participating. Can't get from or deny. I don't know. It's possible. It's also not possible. Isn't it funny <laughs> when you do that? Isn't it? In, in, indeed, it I've been doing be this with Ashes for possible. ages. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are like, does it mean this or no? And it's like, oh, no, but it gets you interested and curious. Right. Right. I've been, man, I, I love the teases within the Ashes community when I would either know something or be doing something, but never actually say it. And yet they'd be like, does that mean? And I'm like, I don't know, does it? <laughs> they're just like what are you doing to me i'm like i'm fucking with you man i'm teasing you i'm i'm working that shit that's what i'm doing um but sam anyway. is the kind of guy they hire when they're like let's make a trailer for our game they hire sam <laughs> <laughs> i love it man it's funny though because I, I work in an industry in my day gig where like you know confidentiality is like my thing you know, so I know I know how to like walk that fucking line like a champ and just never step on the other side. But I'll take you right to that point. And then you're like, does that actually? And I'm like, I don't know. Does it? You decide. So I'm saving what I think is the best for last. But I just what do you think about this? There's a few different bits of news here. We got Elden Ring on the topic. We're going to get to it. We've got stuff around the rings of power um on the agenda i guess i don't want to like get on this one too much because i think that like one i don't want to say the same stuff once again that i've got in a video that's coming in like a day or two anyway that i did a few days ago or a couple days yesterday day before you oh fuck the week man what can i say but all I know is my editor was laughing at some of that stuff. And I felt a little bit like a mic drop on the, the next two coming out. It feels really good when that that's the case. So thoughts of what's going on with the rings of power. Let's try to summarize it, not take a whole episode talking about this. Cause I don't, I, I want to quote Bilbo Baggins very, very huh. loosely here. Okay. What they've done here is their source material is so small that they've uh, it's like spreading too little butter across too much bread. Uh, that's what's happening here. So instead of just doing that, they've decided to go ahead and add some cinnamon and some uh, spices to the bread as well that isn't going to fly over well with uh, anybody who is even, I would say, medium uh, temperature of big fan of Token's work uh, because it's super obvious. Right. On the other hand, on the other hand, in that trailer, I do got to say that I really did like the way that frost troll looked. 
on that that's that was my favorite part that frost troll looked pretty freaking sweet i liked it how how uh, accurate it is i'm not sure but it looked really good and it didn't look to me like it was cgi it looked like there was some realistic kind of effects going on there uh so that's my take on the trailer love the frost troll um uh you know the other stuff uh i just don't understand why 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 yeah i like it's like i want to go on about some of this stuff i just feel like they're bombing it so bad right now like you remember when we used to talk about this and i was like this is something you can't fuck up they're fucking it up in my opinion man (laughs) and i really really didn't want this to happen i hear me on this okay this is coming from my soul everybody okay as a person who loves a good story i love mythology Tolkien was a myth maker, man. And I love it. I, I, I consider myself one in training, right? That's the thing I loved about Tolkien. He literally created myths for his people that he didn't feel like historically they had. He was yeah, a myth I don't maker. Think, I, think, I think up to Tolkien. Yeah. Up to his works. You have to go back to like Greek mythology to have lore that deep, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm probably missing a couple of things here, but I think that's pretty fair. Like mm. that's how monumental that was. Like it created entire fantastical fantasy worlds. Um, As a result, across yeah. in, in a whole genre, yeah, uh, from from one literary work and one massive one. So um, it's just it can't be overstated how important token is to anything nerds like um he's just like he is the 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 binding that holds it all together um you know we wouldn't have dnd we wouldn't have uh final fantasy we wouldn't have anything everything was inspired through token and so it's just it's one of those things where it's like the ultimate like slap across the face um to the actual fans to ruin tokens work and it's like first of all it cost amazon a ton of money to get this to do it. 150 million dollars just for the first season <laughs> so it's just out i don't understand companies these days right like it, it, you know i'm gonna be a little boomer talk here back <laughs> in the day if you spent a lot of money you would have so much pressure that you have to get your investment back. And that means keeping the core happy and the people who are guaranteed to watch your film or whatever it may be, they have to be pleased with the work. Or if you screw this up, you'll never work in this business again, kind of mentality, or we'll just cancel the whole thing and redo it before we let you do that. And today it's like, Oh, let's just hire a couple of dudes who uh, don't even have any credentials with doing this and let them uh, write this, uh, direct this, etc. What? It's yeah. Are dude. people like spending massive money now just because like they want to ruin things? Is that really what? Is it that is, like the mm, actual goal? I, I think it's just about. It, it, it seems to me very clear in my singular human mind. To me, the reality I'm living in is you just wanted another trophy for your massive company on a shelf. 
And this is this was one of your ways to do it. I mean, look at it. You got the wheel of time. You got this. It's like, how many of these trophies can I get and be like, let me drop it like it's hot. Show everybody that we're the best. We're the ones. We're the chosen. Whatever you want to say. But the problem is you didn't get to the heart and soul of what the thing was. So you don't even you clearly don't understand. Understand yeah, the it. trophy's worthless, right? Like, let's assume you go yeah. over to somebody's house and they have uh, they're a hunter and they have a a big elk head hung, and you look at it like you know, and it's all hung gracefully um, in their above their fireplace, and you look at it and like it's been taxidermied all wrong. There's like a squirrel's freaking <laughs> uh, tail hanging out of the eyeball socket. Oh, like, nice. That's the trophy they're creating for themselves. Yeah, it's, that's not good. You don't display that. That's throw it in the closet and shut the door and pretend like it never happened kind of trophy. So it's disappointing. It makes no man. sense. It makes no sense to do this. And, I, and yeah. we have examples of things like this felling too, where it's like, we'll take a, a work. We'll make it our own. Oh, whoops. That had a really big fan base and they're pissed now. And now we're not getting a second season, et cetera. Like we have so many examples now. Yeah. That it's it's just... hard to believe they're still, Still going after ruining our childhood. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I when I say this, I genuinely mean this. I it's just it's it's very sad because I I really wanted better for this than than I'm seeing, and I I, I was very hopeful, and uh, I don't know. Like it's something uh, I'm I'm contemplating. Like, do I even want to watch it? Like no. I, I feel like yeah. I would, but but at the same time, like it's not even gonna be. I don't, I don't even reserved, think it's even gonna be what, you know, what we wanted. I've reserved myself to. What I is, will watch yeah. it because Chris will want to watch it because yeah. we were talking about this. I think she was she was here on a stream or something, and I think yeah. maybe this is last week. I forget when it was, but we uh, Chris was here and we asked her um, what she felt about the Wheel of Time show, having never read the books. Yeah, she gave it an eight out of ten. I remember which that. Which for yeah. me was like. Ooh, like I'm maybe a three at most, but I have a huge love of the source material. So I will end up watching Rings of Power because she'll want to watch it having never read the books and she doesn't have that association with things. But I'm only going to watch it because of her and I'm literally just there to see locations and maybe to see how bad they yeah, screwed up. Imagery. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I did not know. You know, when I, I so this has become like my thing now, I guess, on YouTube over the last like yeah. two weeks, my channel has exploded because of my rings of power videos. And so I've I've had the maybe the the benefit of being able to really dive into the deep end. And I mean, I'm over 10,000 comments now in like two weeks of people who have come on my videos and are just going ape shit about all these things regarding the show. And the number one theme that I'm seeing is that. Amazon has no – they don't give a shit whatsoever about the source material. It is 100%. There's a quote in the Vanity Fair piece where the the studio head talks about how one of the reasons – and we talked about this on the show, how Peter Jackson did such a good job about keeping the community up to date, yeah. sharing things, everything else. Well, the head of their studio, um, one of the heads – came out and said one of the reasons we're keeping things so secret is because we don't want to ruin things for the customers. They didn't say the fans. No. Nope. They didn't say the community. They said the customers. Yep. Because that's what Amazon views you all as is yeah. customers. And the second is the executive producer who is hell-bent, hell-bent 
on making sure she's made multiple statements in all the in two different Vanity Fair pieces about how her her job as executive producer is to make sure yeah. that she incorporates the modern world into Tolkien's work so that the diversity that Tolkien always wanted in his books and had always inferred can actually be seen on screen. So we're now we're now taking source material. We're taking a Scandinavian mythology. Imagine the outroar and the upcry if we cast Ryan Reynolds as Black Panther and everybody in Wakanda was suddenly white. We would be accused of whitewashing. We would be called racist. Yeah, not, I'd flip tables over that. I would flip tables over that because it's so ridiculous. Don't ruin the source material. Yeah, and here's the thing. They didn't so have bad. to. It makes me so upset because they didn't have to. I agree. Diversity is great. It's it's what has held the country I live in together and made us, what, for better or worse, what we are today. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it is good. It's good to get different opinions. It's good for people from different uh, places to come together in different cultures. It creates awesome things. But humans – could have been the diversity, right? Like it could have been the humans. You you know, like those are all baked into the lore. You could have done that as much as you wanted and nobody would have batted an eye. Um, and then it would have been completely fair to attack people who were like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, you know, that would that would be racist, right? Uh, if somebody had a problem with there was humans of different descent, culture, et cetera. Um, why didn't yeah. they just do that though? Like have the diversity because dwarves are dwarves. They're not white people. They're dwarves. Think, you know, like yeah. I think the thing is, is where we keep like it. It's to me, I find it ridiculous that the conversations keep coming back to that. I don't care if you're arguing it for or against it. I yeah. think it's ridiculous because the point, from my perspective, is your respect for the story. Your respect for what the vision is. It doesn't matter how you deliver upon that if you're true to it. Uh, to me, the problem is the fact that they are so focused. I mean, when when they had that in that Vanity Fair article, right? But everything else aside, number one thing that stood out to me was this. Jeff Bezos is obsessed. I didn't see it say he's a massive fan. That right there is the point. Like you said, like the producer is saying that, you know, it's my job to make sure that the customer, that's my point. These are your tells. These are the tells that showcase that your agenda isn't about delivering because it comes from a place inside of you that inspires you to want to bring this to the screen. No, what comes from inside of you is money. You want more of it, and that's your bottom line, and that's the yeah. problem with the show yeah, right I'll, now. And they even they even say it in the Vanity Fair piece, that first Vanity Fair piece. Mm-hmm. It's all about for them. I think the exact yeah. word is exploiting an IP to create a mega event series that could only happen now. Yeah, so it's the exploitation of an IP, um, and they're gonna do whatever it takes. Um, when's your super fan puppet video coming out, Nathan? Uh, that will be out this weekend, probably Saturday. Can I can I do a video Ooh. around that when it goes out? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, cool. My content I'm, is always open for any content creator to yeah. do whatever they wish I'm, with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, fun, I'm gonna have like fun watching that because I have when I made that video, I only knew about the Spanish version and the English version, and then I did the video. That thing's got like thirty thousand views now, and I've everybody's linked me. I've got 
There's a German version, an Italian version, a Dutch version, yeah. a Portuguese version, French, right? English and version and a French version. Yeah. I've got the English version and a Spanish version and an English version. There's yeah. at least seven yeah. in yeah. the world, and it's the same type of thing. It's same all shots un- and everything. Yeah, I don't want to talk up. too much about that though because I've actually got a thing. So yeah. I'm going to leave He's that conversation video coming, alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh no, I'm leaving that that particular topic alone because I just went off and and I actually technically probably hit on another. Po- okay, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> if I do, I'm just basically going to go through the same thing. I left alone. I, I hit on two points that are in that thing, but I'm not going to say anymore. I didn't know anymore. you had a video coming out tomorrow. It's, so that's cool. it's done. It's tomorrow. Yeah, it was it was getting done. I got delayed on it a little bit, but I've been stewing on this one. And then the guy who did that video that showed that there were multiple of them came out like the night I was going to record it. I was wiped. So I waited and I did the next day. Turned out it was a good thing because that guy's video came out that same night. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's like shot for shot. Like, oh, (laughs) so I was like, I can't do this. I was like, it was kind of good timing. But um, yeah, so anyway. Speaking of, of skeezy, Bobby Kotick, really? Is he really going to, if he just walks away, going to get a yep. nice chunk in the millions Did you see anyway? the part where it says it, he, he gets a $15 million paycheck regardless of if he's fired without re- reason or yes. if he decides to walk away for a good reason? doesn't matter. If I'm not here, I get freaking – I get paid, bitches. Uh, I'm going to get $15 million either way. You gotta give it to him. Gosh, dude. He's playing the supervillain very well. Oh like. yeah, dude. True. He is. <laughs> like, if it wasn't as bad as the fact that he's been he the allegations go towards him with everything at Blizzard, it's it's like oh, Blizzard Activision Blizzard, right? It, if it wasn't bad enough that he's also at the heart of that, he's like no matter what happens, just want y'all to know I'm still making money off this. <laughs> Damn, dude. I hope, I hope. I hope so bad that what happens is he he learns in advance the day he's going to get fired, and he cosplays as the Lich King as he's exiting. Well, yeah. That that would be just the best ending to this whole saga. The Lich King, he's creepy ass as fucking Gul'dan, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna preface. I hope the day he leaves, there's a giant deuce on his hood. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm not encouraging anyone to do it, and I'm not. I'm not telling anybody here who hears this that you should do it. I'm just saying. I hope the magical deuce fairy flies by and drops one right on the hood of his car and he's the only one that can clean it up before he can leave yeah yeah you know if that happens i i'm i'm not saying that you know this is like my idea in any way oh, shape no. or form but it kind of is is that i hope there's <laughs> luminarias of flaming deuces <laughs> flaming around deuce. his car to celebrate the flaming deuce fairy 15 of them to <laughs> celebrate every million he got on the backs of people that he you know enabled harassment uh, for that's what all a punk man yeah oh. bobby bobby has bobby has absolutely just opened up the sandwich of world of warcraft and took a dump in it right yeah and then if you guys remember there was a there was a, a quite a bit of time there where he was just being like well just eat the sandwich you don't have to eat the turd and it's like well how about i don't want a turd in my sandwich to begin with you know uh so Seeing him, the whole sandwich with the turd get thrown away is going to be pretty epic, I think. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's just like, ah, uh, a World of Warcraft. It's like, it, it wouldn't frustrate me as much if it wasn't for the fact that, like, I was the Blizzard guy for a long time. 
I was, man. I was like, I love Blizzard stuff. I love all the products, the IPs. I love, I love it. I'm down. I've been to a couple of BlizzCons. Wish I had been to more. Even, even now, I still wish back in the time period I could have made it to some of the other ones because there were just some badass things that existed as a result, right? I mean, come on, man. Some of the, some badass bands played BlizzCon. Didn't Metallica play it? Didn't Linkin Park play it? I mean, they that had black. some like, yeah, there were like epic. It was like a good time. That place was huge. It was so cool to go and just feel like you're there with all these people. You probably ran across in games, man. Got to be room and yeah. blow, baby, backstage. <sighs> and then you find out stuff like that, and you're like, oh. Damn. Rockstar lifestyle. It's like, um, Damn. what's the band with the one handed drummer, Def Leppard? Like, yeah. um, it was not they, a dark there's sim so thing. many documentaries about those guys where it's like literally backstage, it was just Coke and bare breasted women. Like, that was it. That was backstage. Like, that's the Rockstar life. And I, Blizzard apparently was living the Rockstar life and none of us knew about it. Why can't they just do copium? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's unfortunate. You know, it, I don't know what to say. Um, Elder Scrolls updates coming out. I'm going to be honest. I'm finding myself less and less. Do you know what? Here's the thing, okay? I, real talk, and I know I got some Elder Scrolls people in my chat, right? I'll still always play the Elder Scrolls. I, I'll play it, okay? But let's, let's real talk for a moment right now, okay? When you make it very clear and obvious in your own content in front of people that you only care about people for money. <laughs> when the developers <laughs> react and respond to their community in a way that is disrespectful to them as a loyal fan player and contributor financially to their IP, I can't do it on principle. I can't, which is why the other day when I was online, I found out I got charged. When I got charged, I got my annual charge in. I thought my sub was turned off and I got charged. I actually felt really bad about it because I didn't feel that the, that money was deserved or earned any longer. I'm just being being honest here. And there were a set of circumstances that led to me feeling this way, but this is the fundamental truth to it. And... I like the game. I'll play it. I'll jump in and play it casually. Right. But I can't dedicate to it in the same way any longer because, you know, there were a time where I thought some of that, I thought that some of those core devs that we saw actually cared about the people. And I don't believe that any longer. I believe that they care more about milk in the coin purse and their cash shop. And that's a shame. And I and I've never felt this strongly about it in the time that I've I've played the game. Do you, you think know? they're suffering for for population? Because as far as I'm aware, they're one of the biggest. I don't think so. Out there. They are still at least no. in top three. Yeah, that's 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 another. They, yeah, here's another question, because they obviously got bought out by Microsoft. So there's no as far as I'm aware, they don't have a board of investors like uh, Activision Blizzard does. Um that are coming in and demanding a certain amount of profits. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't that know. Part. I'm, I'm just curious about this mm. because I don't know anything about their internal structure. Um, it makes me wonder though, like why 
continue to be so profit driven if you have a good game i mean they do they do they could they the changes i've suggested they could implement you know i think what it comes down to is is that they cater to the casuals and the they the builds that are allowed to be created can be one button builds at this point no joke you can go into veteran Melstrom arena veteran all this stuff you can go in there and you can literally one button champ it because the power creeps so over the top the gear sets yeah. are so strong and you know it's the sets to go off and some of that's i mean it's not pay to win but it's, it is behind a paywall you got to have the new expansions to get these gear sets that are so strong that they will just carry a person to victory if they smash a button and they follow the build of their favorite creator. And those people, no offense to them, this this is what they do for a living. I understand it. Okay. I respect it. It's how they make a living, right? I am not shaming that in any way, shape, or form. But they're playing with the best and the best align in that way. And so since they're playing with the best things they can come up with, it's going to get them the most traffic, which again, I respect the grind fully. As a result of that, though, everyone's playing build specific to this and it caters to that base again. And those are the people that are going, well, if I can feel like such a strong champion here and I don't have to try as hard as I would in some other places, realistically, that's true, then I'll spend my money. And they rotate so frequently that cash shop and the worst parts buying RG crates also known as cancer crates, in my opinion. So I call them. That's the worst part of it all. If they just, even as bad as I think that shop is, if they just took those things in those crates, put a dollar amount on it, seasonal items are here, let people buy them outright, I'd have more respect. I think it'd make more money too. I think it probably would too. Because I know if I saw something, I was like, Cool, but instead you got to spend hundreds of dollars to get that one apex mount if you're spending the money getting the crates just for the crown gems just to get enough to buy them because it doesn't drop for you. Have any of you ever been to Vegas? RNG. Yes, multiple times. Also why this is infuriating. (laughs) (laughs) So I have multiple frames of reference. In Vegas, though, they have really good seafood buffets. That's that's my takeaway. <laughs> um, that's true. Yeah, it's I think and it's cheap and, and, and you can free food too. If you're hitting the slots, I'm just saying. Maybe that's not true anymore. Maybe those buffets are no longer there post COVID. <laughs> yeah. That used to be my favorite part of Vegas. Was like it was fairly cheap for how much crab legs and shrimp you can eat. Like that's my favorite part yeah. of Vegas personally. And they get you drunk because they know they're getting I'm like, at least, I mean, can we get you know what I mean? You guys, you know? At least I'm getting yeah. fluffed a little bit before the before you try to rob. So I'm trying to hey, say do you, do you guys feel when you when you guys are at a gambling place like Vegas, <laughs> yeah. do you guys suddenly become like a psychic, like you're touching the machine, like, no, that's not the lucky one. No, I don't feel that. One. Is, it, is that just me, or do you guys kind of start feeling that way? Like, you, like somehow so, you, you'll be able to feel, feel it out a, and know which one to play. Got a reference for you. My first trip to Vegas, I'd say yes. I'd also tell you that's why I lost all my money there. <laughs> <laughs> the the second time, no. 
And that's how Simmer decided his future was not fortune telling. And this is how I decided to throw my life away. If I'm never, ever seen from again to the point where people think maybe I died, it's probably because I went to one possibility is I went to Vegas, spent all my money, felt so ashamed. Life wasn't worth living. And I became a hermit. Okay. But I'm just going to yeah. go go and say one thing. <laughs> I know I'm a gamer because when I go to Vegas, the thing that I enjoy most yeah. about it outside of the food, of course, and, you know, the entertainment is got to be the video game arcades. I have never true, yeah. more than spent yeah, more than like a few few ducats, <laughs> right, on any of that other shit, because I know yeah, with the luck, my luck, the way it is. I'll be fucking homeless by the time I leave that place. Ooh, man. I got a story. First time I went to Vegas, um, I remember there was like an allotment of money that was there I could spend, right? Like I I had that much to use. That was what I was going to do. And either way, that's what it was, right? Did it the second time, too. I was like, this is what I got to work with, and I'm not going to step outside of that. Either I I walk away with some profit or I lose it, whatever. But if I lose it, that's it, right? So real talk, at least that was my the situation for me. First time I went, did the roulette table, won a shit ton of money, lost it all, walked away, sad as fuck. Second time I came back, I was like, nah, nah, man. I got a plan, y'all. Right? Went played mostly the went and played mostly poker. Actually walked away with profit. You know why? Cuz I paid attention to something important. When you hit the peak of making money and you start to lose, I'm out. That's it. Yeah. But I do have bad news about your first visit. If you would have just played <laughs> one more time, you'd have got all your money back. <laughs> I don't believe you, Nathan. <laughs> No. And also, I feel a little annoyed by the fact that you would try to encourage that out of me. One more time. Horrible. I'm joking. You're You're that guy. You're the friend that I go broke. That's exactly Exactly. how people lose their house. Hold on. I just want to make a reference. Nathan's a friend. (laughs) If you go to Vegas and you just lost it all, he's like, Hit the ATM up one more time, Tim. You can <laughs> I feel it this bad. This is the one. Horrible. <laughs> oh my god, man! Mental note: Never go to Vegas with Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> so the second time I walked away, and it wasn't such a bad time. Okay, uh, yeah. Anyway, y'all got phones. Y'all, y'all got phones. I do. Yeah, I've you got do? one somewhere around here. I believe. Yeah. Have, have you any y'all got phones? Do you, you play that? Uh, you all know where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Diablo Immortal is actually in testing phases, getting feedback right now. My question is: it says changes to make things more social, rewarding, and fun. <sighs> wait, know, are we? Are, wait, social. Are we talking about Diablo Immortal or do we move on? No, we're talking about Diablo Immortal, right? Okay, all right, just a second. (laughs) No, you're right. We're still there. Yeah, social elements do matter in MMO, right? Okay, here's my question. How are you... I... How how are... I don't know, man. How are they going to deliver this and not pull, you know, the similar card of let's monetize every little thing you want for... You know, I don't think this was even meant for Diablo fans, right? Like, there are people Mm -hmm. who like Diablo who are, like, I've seen some who are like, I like it. This is cool. I can play it on the go. This is for the casual market, in my opinion. So they're going to monetize the hell out of it. They're going to play the game. 
this is the Diablo for that market, right? And I'm okay with that, right? Yeah. Just don't shove it in my face all the time because I'm not going to do it. No reason to spend a bunch of money on advertising, on PC game websites, all that kind of thing. Most of us are just not going to – even if we try it, we're not going to find deep interest in it. Just like yeah. uh, The Elder Scrolls yeah. Blades, right? Like, yes. I just don't care I about that game. I have it. Yeah, it I played horrible. it. Yeah. I tried, and I really wanted to like it. It wasn't bad and, at first, and, but – after about, I think I, I think I got about ten hours into it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is I'm done." It's like repetitive, grind, boring, same levels, all this other stuff. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I looked at it, and I'm like, I'm intrigued enough to want to play it when it comes out, but I'm also, I've tried enough mobile games now that are never a good game because they just build a cash shop and then put a game around it, and so it's never actually a good game. It's just a cash shop with camouflage. And I've yet to find a game that hasn't done it like that. I will say, and I've mentioned this game a few times, I have Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes on my phone. I've had it for three years. I've never spent a penny on it. They do a pretty good job of not hitting you in the face every single time you log in with ads until this year. 2022, every time I logged in now, I got to go through six or eight ad screens in the first like five minutes of me being on the game as i switch between the various objectives that i'm doing for my dailies it's like Mm. you go do a daily go to do the next one and you immediately hit with a pop-up and it's making me frustrated enough that i'm debating removing the game off my phone despite the fact that i put three years into it because it's like i don't want you to spam me yeah i don't mind i don't mind being spammed once or twice in like a 20 minute period because that's fair that's that's like watching a tv show you've got the right to hit me two three times in a 20 minute period because that's how you pay for the slot and that's i get that i'm okay with that but when you're hitting me like six times in the first five minutes of the game that's when i'm like yeah that's too much like i am not a slot machine like come on guys like this is ridiculous um and that's what i'm afraid of with diablo because i've tried every major mobile game that's ever come out and they're bad yeah, and I'm, I'm going to say this too. Someone asked in chat, did, thoughts on the Ashes pre-release cosmetic packs that are sold for a limited time? Fear of missing out has been their financial plan so far. I don't agree with that. Um, although, yeah. although to be fair, I've also been here quite a while now. So, but I can understand how that could be the perspective. Um, I, I don't an outside perspective on that too. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the thing. I think depending on like where you're at in the space, like how long have you been here? Are you just now coming on board? Do you need access to it or not? Right. Do you, you how do you feel about the price tags they've got on some of the things? Um, I don't, I don't know, but I also, my day, job, yeah. my day job in marketing for a very long time. Um, there is no such thing as a marketing mm-hmm, campaign. Right. without FOMO. Sure. Yeah, However, how good. often a company leverages that is, that varies wildly. Um, I've, as an outsider who's not hugely interested in Ashes of Pathfinder, uh, Ashes of Creation, <laughs> Creation. Sorry, yeah. my, my mind went to a different place there. Uh, Ashes of Creation. I'm thinking of you guys' podcast. Um, from the outside looking in, I have not seen FOMO be the primary form of them raising money because it is privately funded. Right. I have seen some. FOMO introduced, but that's a normal part of any marketing strategy from any company. It doesn't matter mm. who you are. Because anytime someone puts up a, a thing that says, you know, sp- you know, special offer and they put a deadline on it, that's then it FOMO. becomes FOMO. Yeah. Ford, Ford, Chevy, ATT, Verizon, Facebook, you name it. Every company under the sun does FOMO. Oh, yeah. Just as yeah. yeah, you got to. That is yeah. marketing. That yeah. is right. marketing. 
Yeah, the, my that. my my reference is no because it's not their only financial plan. That's not sure, the that's point, yeah. the financial plan. So that's my that's my rationale for my statement. But yeah, I totally agree. FOMO is definitely there to some degree. I just don't feel like that's at the core. You know what I mean with that with that discussion point. Um, yeah, it's, it's a layer. Other, yeah, it's yeah, like a layer. I I agree there, and I think one other comment that was made here is that. The concern that large support packs were only available for a limited amount of weeks in early alpha. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. let's, let's think about this logically, right? If you have a limited number of testing slots because you yeah. need to be able to have a good test, then you're going to need to have a limited amount of access to these packs, right? Mm, at yeah. the end of the day. Networking so, and all that, yeah. Which they had to exactly. do more early so on. So you too. can't oversell that, then you're not going to yeah. get out of the test what you need. Right. So you mean <clears throat> understand your point of view that you're yeah. not a fan of flavor. Sorry, for, you know, uh, you know, FOMO at all. Yeah. But from my perspective, I mean, I don't see this as anything um, that they're twisting people's arms to do. Right. If you're a right. collector and you want to take advantage of it, fine. But you know. It, it gives you and, and what I think is good as well is if you do end up purchasing one of those packs, you can go in and if you only want to pick and choose the cosmetics that you want in the future or not at all, you have that option, too. Uh, so it's it's not one of those things that's in your face. You have to buy. And even the developers, I don't know how familiar, um, you know, the the um, commenter here is, yeah. but even <clears throat> the developers have said, don't buy the game. Don't, don't spend really any have. money on it until it's released. Yep. Yeah. Then make your judgment call. Well, I also say come... too. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No. I, I mean, that was my point. Is like at the end of the day, they do need to make a certain amount of money in order to continue development. So, so there's got to be revenue streams. Yeah. But, but they're not out there like I'm seeing in the topic we just discussed around a mobile game where there's like you know you're getting engorged with ads and other things that you need to have in order to be successful in said game right those things aren't happening right and you you're you're focusing I think you're you're focusing more on right making sure you make a good product versus trying to find ways to monetize every little bit of it yeah and the you know those early days of like alpha zero like there's no way they could have sold too many either they had they needed from my perspective as a tester in alpha zero they needed a cap because if they had sold a lot of copies back then i don't know that they would have been in a place to support that many people right real talk uh that nah no way. That that a lot of the times is the reason for the big paywall yeah. to get into early, early of a game is because they need that there because that actually gates how many people join uh, at the level they're not ready for a bunch of people. And then they get nothing out of testing because they can't even keep the servers up, et cetera. And I don't know if anybody remembers, mm. but we did that photo shoot for Sim a while back. And we've got those pictures, which he's getting ready to use for his mm. membership site. Those are all about, you know, incorporating a little bit of FOMO into uh subscriptions what the hell's renfeld talking about newcomers might ask <laughs> that would be the bullshit reference to the fact sim has a <laughs> casting couch and does lewd or nude or otherwise unflavored or you know you get my point they're saying things happen on that virgin couch by the way virgin couch 
So that's the true narrative. This is like dull. You might need to oil it back up, bro. Come on, dude. What do you mean? (laughs) I wanted to. I really want to jump in here, guys. But Sim did have me sign a new NDA, so I I just I can't say nothing. That's not even true, Nathan. (laughs) I don't understand it. Why is it people like doing this on the retroactive NDA? In the Ashes community, they got the Nint. You know what? They've they've got two two narratives that are that are working there so far. The devs have reinforced one of them, which is Ninja Looter. The second one the community came up with was Sims. uh, What was it? Something of. Sin, Sims oh, Den of Sin or something for my freeholds yeah. or whatever. And then on this show, it's that Sims got a casting couch and y'all got to take a shot at it before you can come on the show. Allegedly, yeah. which is not true. No, it's a lie. It's a damn lie. But I, I do, <laughs> I do understand. And and for reference, did y'all know someone came to our chat just now and said, "Hey, bye, blah blah blah." And that before my mods got to it, it got deleted. That's what happens when you break rules in my chat. That shit gets moderated faster than you can say "Yo, I'm TV raps." I was in the middle of talking when I did that shit. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, since fast, he will take care of that quick. Faster than my skin peeled off his couch. (laughs) (laughs) Filthy! It's not even true. It's a lie. It's it's nearly slander. If it wasn't entertainment, I would probably ban it. But... A point <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep moving on but someone did say like something uh related to ashes i do want to like talk about though which is i can und- this is just this feedback i want to give because there are people here who are talking ashes and i am technically on the ashes category and it is mmorpg here's what i'm gonna say i get the perspective of you don't want to start pl- i feel this way too okay i don't want to start playing a game and feel like i'm years behind because i wasn't there when stuff happened i get it right if you didn't kick start back it you're gonna feel that way right if, you're gonna feel like you missed out right and and it's unfortunate but you know what i mean there's no real way to solve that problem because if somehow you just didn't get the information you i felt this way about games before like damn i wish i had been there then so i could have potentially been a part of it i understand that perspective right it's not really their fault right it's not even really your fault as as a consumer either it's just just the way it is man it just happened to be that way but in regard to like cosmetics and releasing things and and then you get into a position where you're playing the game right i don't want to feel like i'm behind if this is helpful at all okay there are clearly some things that you're just not going to be able to have and i am coming from the perspective of a individual who when those cosmetics go up every month i don't i don't buy them all right i'm not there are definitely people out there who are like i'm getting everything I don't have that perspective. I've veered away from that perspective with games these days because I don't feel like it's a realistic perspective because business practices tend to not, you know, maintain a congruent uh, parallel to that where you can anymore. Right. So I get only what I genuinely feel like I would use, enjoy, use on a character, whatever. But the, the potential silver lining to this thing of like, well, if I'm not in on it and I can't, you know, I'm not able to be a part of it. I'm going to feel like I really missed out playing years later with ashes. The positive thing is all those cosmetics that you have seen, all those creatures, all those pets, uh, mounts, all that stuff, right? These, they are directly taking these cosmetics and these are being utilized in part as creation for things that exist in the world. hundred percent. 
creatures, pets, all the things, right? Even even cosmetic pieces like are going to be parts of armor sets that you'll see on mobs in the game, whatever. So the chances of being able to get those things or parts of those things where you can put together a very similar outfit is very likely. Also, the best stuff is not bought through the shop. It is earned through in-game via prestige. And that is the most important thing for me. Because to me, again, for me, I am somebody that will try really hard and I will focus hard in PvP or raiding. I've done it. I've got the, the, you know, I've accomplished those things. I've been that top, you know, US raider and all that stuff before. That to me is the most meaningful because it's earned through merit and everybody in a game knows the stuff earned through merit and the stuff that's in a, in a cash shop. I've always yeah. looked at um, earning things through the game I've always compared that to the Olympics oh, if you're yeah. at the rating tier. Because, like, uh, as an example, <clears throat> I like to ride bikes, like like bicycles with my mm -hmm. wife. But on a very casual, leisurely, once a week, go to the park. And when we lived in Cancun, we'd go to the beach. We'd ride our bikes to the beach. That's as far as it ever went. The next level are the guys who like to buy a mountain bike. And they go out on the highway Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And they live for that weekend run, that weekend ride that's like 150 kilometers. Mm. And there's the next level who is the guy who is a fitness junkie who does it <clears throat> every single day. And then there's the next level, which is the amateur who participates in sports. Then there's the professional who participates in sports. And then there's the athlete level, which is now you are going into national tournaments, international tournaments. There's like 10 levels of people who ride bicycles in there, but the only ones who ever win medals are the people who actually do it with a team and they dedicate their life to it. And they're spending dozens and hundreds of hours um, and earning something through that level of commitment is so fucking sweet. Like you're never like, you're never going to get that. You know, if you go ride your bike around the park and you get a medal, it's like, yay. I rode my bike for 45 minutes and got a medal, but you go do it for six years and you finally get that thing or that mighty sword of something. It feels epic. And you did it with friends and teammates, which makes it even more epic. Right. As opposed to buying it for the cash shop. I, yeah, I agree with that too. I, I get people's perspective on that. I just, uh, yeah, hopefully that helps for anybody who feels that way. It, it is a possible you know that's like one of the positives with ashes i think so uh this is a really short one though <laughs> so bethesda got rid of their launcher okay great finally uh, one less launcher that's unnecessary in the lives of gamers good job that's basically my perspective there jeez definitely Agreed. clean it up man clean it up sometimes less is more and it works so much better um, <clears throat> this one is one related to straight up legit, just the bottom line, which is another dadgum buyout and it's by 10 cent feels bad. Oh, is this the, um, yeah. Nightingale. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That one. Been well, history. to be fair, yeah. to be fair, it's, it's sound the way I understood things. It wasn't Nightingale. The developers behind Nightingale themselves, it was their parent company yeah. who sold to Tencent. And so they got caught up in that 
it wasn't their decision to sell. It was just our parent company sold us Get off it. to Tencent. And I, I feel I, the way I that read sucks. that press release was it was like them coming out and trying to make the best of a situation that they may or may not have wanted yeah. by saying, okay, yeah, we're great to have Tencent. Yay. You know, like I didn't, because I don't, it wasn't planned. It wasn't like they were looking for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it remains to be seen if that will impact development or not. Yeah. You know, I, I will say this. I feel like historically Tencent has been very hands-off with most of the companies that they buy. They just want a cut of the pie. Historically, that's not the I case with every with game. But um, historically, they they just want their Peace. you know whatever percent that they yeah they want with. their ten they want their ten cent <laughs> dollar. That's right. Right. Jeez, dude. Well played, Sig. Well played. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do the same. They do the same thing that THQ Nordic does, which THQ Nordic's parent company is. I forget now. They own like five different companies in Europe now, mm. and their whole strategy for the past 15, 20 years is go around and buy little independent studios that have put out three, like around three, like say, let's say three to five games that have done reasonably well. And by reasonably well, I mean as long as they're selling surplus of fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars of profit, that's enough for thq nordic to come in and say you've done three games that have made a profit we'd like to own you keep doing what you're doing we just want a 20 percent cut or whatever it is and we'll give you you know x amount of dollars um and for companies who have made small games that have made a few hundred thousand dollars of profit and this company comes along and offers you two three million dollars that's hard to say no to especially if you get to retain creative control of your company and you're just giving up a little percent of the pie it's like yeah. you need to have zero percent you can have a hundred percent of nothing or you can have twenty percent of a million dollars in sales yeah just also yeah i don't usually call out subs and stuff but whenever we get a big chunk of them just want to say thanks to queen's right for that chunk of gifted subs really appreciate it homie oh wow nice yeah thank yeah, you so very much nice. for that. thank you yes so oh i just gotta share this what's that i just think this is kind of cool that the 16th anniversary for Dungeons and Dragons, you see that? DDO, baby. Yep, the DDO, the the MMORPG. You see that, friends? That's cool. Revamp it. That's the only thing I have to say. It's, it's I know. A, yeah. More wise, I love that game, but I cannot stand the combat. I've tried yeah. that game like four times. Mm. I hate the combat, and I love Lord of the Rings Online, which was the next game they did, and they took all those things and made a better game. So, um. But it is a really cool milestone to hit, and it's still going strong. Yeah, yeah, and it is a cool game. It's very unique in the um, – I agree with you. I think the combat is the worst part of the game. Uh, but doing a dungeon run with a couple of your buds in DDO is freaking cool, man. You're guaranteed to have a good time. And Gary Gygax, I'll, every time I'm talking about DDO, uh, it's got his voice in uh, several of the early dungeons, which is epic. Yeah, and um... – Another week, another thief. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, who we got now? I thought, aren't they, they're taking we, some of these people to court, I read. Are, some of these people are, every week. It's been yeah, it's every week. freaking four weeks straight now. We have been talking about, this is not an exaggeration, four weeks straight. We've ranted about NFTs for a while, but... Like what six months i feel but yes it's been like the last couple months in particular it's Ooh, bad it's been bad so 
another hack. So a, I'm not a, a hacker steals a ton of NFT money, man. You know, Jeez, it's aggravating dude, it's because crazy. it's aggra- It's one of those situations sort of like what we talked about earlier where yeah. a, an honest person out here trying to sell their daily droppings, uh, NFTs, um, you know, like me, I just can't get a leg up from all these, you know, all these scammers, uh, you know. Well, technically you are getting a leg up over the seat all the time. <laughs> oh, <Love it>. God, <laughs> dude. I love it. Well, seafood just... special this this weekend, seafood special. So, and then someone on my feed today was like, "Limited time, FOMO." Here you go, a bunch, and they had a whole image of a bunch of NFTs. You got get them now. They're for the next X amount of time. And I'm like, I see that, and it just ooh. My immediate response is that's ooh gross. You know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It is it just me or? It feels like this year start off with a lot of scams and all kinds of stuff going on. Also going to be super interesting. I, I saw this right before we went live on the show, so I didn't want to add it to the notes here. But since we're talking NFTs, yeah. if you remember correctly, Legends of Aria, their company got bought out yep. a few months back by a, by a NFT um, company, a company that's all about Bitcoin and 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 it's crypto market. And I just saw it on MMORPG.com right before we went live today. They 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 just announced today that they are officially Legend of Aria is now moving over to be a what do they call it? A pay to pay earn, to earn play to earn play to earn. Yeah, yeah. Based right. on mm. crypto and NFTs. And I'm just looking at that going, at what point do we start seeing the scams come out now around the yeah. Legend of Aria MMORPG? That's concerning. They're in every other nook and cranny. Like they're there. You do. You cannot have NFTs without scams right now. Like they're everywhere. Yeah. Even if you're inherently providing a legit, you know, transaction for people, like it doesn't change. You're going to have somebody trying to get in on, on stealing or something. Yeah. Oh God. But it's a good thing. We're here to talk about the fantasy today, isn't it? The name of the show title for today is The Fantasy. We talked about most of the news stuff. We talked about multiple games that some of which deliver on a great fantasy. Some epically fell at it and, you know, come adrift. And then we've got, at least in my opinion, that's the case for some of them. Um, Not sure exactly which one I'm referencing, but I'm sure if we speculated, um, there are multiple games within that category, maybe even one specifically. But there's a game that's out tomorrow that... Or today if you play on PC. Or, yeah, if you're on PC. Or or if you're literally, yeah. I mean, there's people in like, uh, you know, that are in the future that are playing on PC right now. Um, But Elden Ring is launching depending on your region it's either now or it's tomorrow somewhere in that frame right if you're on pc right i'm avoiding trying to spoil it too much i have since our last show gone and looked at a nice little blurb on some story was pretty happy with it i mean definitely leaves a lot to the imagination i definitely have more questions than answers um i don't expect this game to deliver a a big epic long story I expect that the story is probably going to be more like guiding posts in yeah, some way. From what I've understood too, the creative director even came out and said it's only like 30 to 40 hours of storyline, story. but there's, 
much more than that for people who like open world exploration. And I think I agree with you from what I've heard. It's not going to be a narrative driven experience, but more like a here are these wide ranging themes that get touched on. Um, it does have a sort of create your own adventure element to it. Is that yeah, and I heard, what you're getting? I heard one person, or actually I heard a few people um, saying that it feels like if you were trying to play D&D by yourself, like it's scary because you probably shouldn't be doing that. And also they said everywhere you turn, you're just like the choices you, you have to make are like astronomical, like under that bridge is something over. Uh, I see a cave over there up against the mountainside. Um, I also see some crazy giant over there in the forest, ripping some stuff apart. It's like, where do I go? What do I do? Um, and I think that's the main hook. And I think that's why it's getting such raving reviews at that uh, yeah. at the beginning here is because we haven't had a game like that in a really long time where it's just like, yeah, log on and just have fun. Here's go a get playground. It. Go yeah. make it happen. You know, yeah. these are the things that will guide you. I, it's definitely I posted it up. This is coming out the gate now. Usually when I see stuff like this, I don't like seeing stuff like that this early. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't think 30 or 60 hours is a good reference point to say that it's got these kinds of awards, in my opinion. Now, a lot of the ones I've watched were 100 ratings. hours plus. Were they? Like, okay. Oh, yeah, a ton of them. Yeah, but, a ton of them are 100 hours plus. Yeah, but that and that's fair, right? But here's the thing, right? That's still a, very likely going to be a very small portion of the grand population that will play. Yeah. And I believe that these types of ratings, don't get me wrong, I really genuinely hope that this is going to be the case. But even yesterday on their social media, not talking smack here. This is just me giving you real talk because that's what I do. I want the game to be awesome like that. I want it to be immersed in it and excited about it and play it. And hopefully I can play this for months and months and months and continue to enjoy it. I hope I can. I want to be able to. I do not at this point have a reason to believe that'll be the case. And I feel like ratings from reviewers this expansive shouldn't be happening before the game's even out in the majority of people's yeah, hands yet. I agree. I agree. Fair, fair assessment. Yeah. But, but here's the deal though. We live in this really stupid time, in my opinion, where <laughs> they have to, or else they won't get the exposure for their website, blog post, um, et cetera. So this, this also points out about how everyone is getting review copies three months ahead of a launch um, so that they can put in 120 hours True. Right. before a game goes live. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to say something real quick because we, there's 113 people sitting here in the chat. And I want to I want to say something for because I've researched the reviews and really tried to set my expectations uh, by knowing what other people have said. Here's the deal right now, guys. It's, uh, you know, so it's playable right now in some regions. As soon as I get off here, actually, I'm going to dive in. But yeah. uh, what it seems like at the release is that PC is getting some stutter. Uh, depending on your rig, right. some people are getting a horrible stutter, right? Most people, it's not that bad. Their frames dip down to 30 frames from 60 frames every once in a while out in the open world. Right. Um, or during some really uh, massive epic event um, of a lot of things on screen. Uh, they're working on a fix, but PS5 and Xbox Series X is not seeing those issues. 
So um, just keep in mind, this is a, a company who has made their living off of console releases. And yeah, most of those have also come to PC. But, uh, you know, the Soul series itself is realistically a console experience. Um, the PC, uh, you know, look at Dark Souls Remastered. Freaking fantastic on PS4, for example. On PC, uh, doesn't really quite hit right. the mark because the frame rates are locked at 30 unless they fixed that, and I don't think they did. Um, so just go into it. If you're going to play on PC, cool, have fun. But if you have the option to play on PS5 or Xbox Series X and you don't care about the modding scene, etc., you probably just want to do that. Yeah, maybe after today I will be on there. I thought that I wasn't going to be able to even touch it till tomorrow. It's ready. You can play it right now. Fuck. Matter of fact, that I was I was wondering too. how many people yeah, would be yeah. here tonight. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> do what? Oh, Maybe. I said no oh, sleep till. Elden. Okay. Um, yeah, it's downloading. So, yeah, I, I thought it was tomorrow. I guess I'll be doing it tomorrow, too, but maybe I'll do it for a little bit tonight. I'm Console players have to wait till tomorrow. PC got the first release. Ah, shit. Some, uh, some deal with Steam, I think. Ah, shit, baby. It, 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 tell me it ain't so. If you are expecting this podcast to be listed on your podcast places anytime soon, as usual, it will not be happening until I am done with my computer tonight. Because uh, I just want to know. I just want to freaking yeah. know. want to get in there and find out. My perspective is I think it's dangerous whenever you go and you hit that. I totally get it, though. You were like, yeah, you want to blah, 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 do this and that. Yeah, we're going to be the best ever to be. Uh. That I'm like that. I'm like worried about that, because if you go into it saying and ex- sort of like setting an expectation, like we're going to be the game of the year. It's like, don't do that to yourself either. Like. I think Dark, look, Dark Souls games kicked ass. Yeah. Hey, man, they might be doing that, though. We don't know yet. But they might be doing that because they're that confident in their product. Um, They they really might be. We'll see. Yeah, I mean. There's some people I really trust, man, who are just losing their head over how awesome this game is. So I don't know, man. I'm going to find out. But there's some people I trust (sighs) deeply who never let me down for, you know, a decade who are saying it's like, the best game they've played, maybe not ever, but in a ridiculously long time. That seems to be what everybody wants to say. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll check it out tonight. Cheryl's like, I'm so surprised. See my surprise face. <laughs> uh, well, this is the thing, right? Is with a game like Elden Ring, I hope it's got that open world. Just get out there, do it, live it. I still am torn, even though there's a paladin. Do you know what you're going to do, Nathan? I already know. Yeah, I've got it all mapped out. As soon as we're done, baby, I'm logging in. Do you know the class? Yeah, so so it doesn't matter what you pick at the beginning, except for your beginning experience, right? Mm. So, you know, you start a different level, just like Dark Souls. Um, uh, But then you decide what to do with it from there, but we'll pick your starting gear, right? So I've looked into it. There's You can go Warrior, you can (laughs) go Vagabond, or you can go, I think it's called Confessor or uh, something like that. Uh, those are the three best options if you want to go Paladin. However, out of the three, Confessor starts more Paladin because you get some faith-based skills from the very Ooh, beginning. Really? So that's that's where I'm going. Oh. But work up your work up your strength as quick as possible. Champion the shields. Paladin is that right? Champions the Paladin. 
Or is it no, actually it, called Paladin? It's just a build. So people okay, are just cool. calling it the Paladin build. Got it, so. cool. Just builds. Uh, you make your own you make your own build, you know. It's gonna be like running around going, you know, like lights justice reigns. Oh, I know co-op. co-op up to four. They got invasions for PvP. So I'm like Daedalus. I know Daedalus is planning on maybe playing it. And I was like, let's get together. This is Knights of the Phoenix. What's Knights of the Phoenix? That's our guild. If you're part of this community here around the podcast, around, you know, the games we do, the, the streams and stuff, if you're interested, hit me up, slip into my DMs on discord.gg forward slash Samorg to catch up with us. If you're not in the discord, you should be because that's where this greater community is at anyway. Um, but with that being said, my thoughts on the Elden Ring are to be determined because real talk is I don't, I don't judge a book by its cover. I don't, I've had a, that's one of those phrases I've heard for ages that I agree with. Like you need to, you need to actually try it out, see what it's like and, and, base it off of your experience to know for sure right so i hope it gets those ratings because like i said before we need a game that just kicks some ass yeah you know? i do gotta say though and i hate to say this but i think you might be a little behind the times because you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover that's true what you're supposed to judge a book by is by its yeah. later on iteration released on amazon that's what you base a book on so <laughs> So I knew, <laughs> I knew he was about to stick it to somebody in it. It sure wasn't me because I don't see him on the couch. What? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay. So basically next time when we are all getting together here, we're going to get to reflect on it at least a little bit if we played it. I've and- played it a lot. My, my kids, so... They knew a big game was coming out, right? My okay. son knows about Elden Ring, but they knew a big game was coming out. So, like, I think it was like Tuesday. My daughter, I was talking about how excited I was, et cetera. And she was like, Hey, mom, you want to maybe we should just go leave town for a while <laughs> because they know that I'm just going to be like the biggest turd just sitting on the couch, soaking up the big screen. And because I'm going to play the controller, I don't play Dark Souls with the keyboard and mouse. So I'm going to just be the biggest pile of crap and nobody in this house likes to see me do that. So they're all leaving. So I've got the whole weekend got free (laughs) snowed in and freaking playing Elden Ring with no distractions. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. I I say, if you're on the fence, like some of the people in chat are saying, right, just give it, give it time, man. If you're not sure, wait until you see what people are saying, see what the majority are saying. Wait, wait until they've maybe played it a while and the game's been played a little while. Cause really you're not really going to be missing out on anything. If you really want to engage and have fun with the game waiting a month or a few weeks or something. That's the key. So I'm actually one of those individuals who's not buying it. Yeah. My saving grace. And I I said this pre-show is that I'm in the middle of moving. So I just Mm. don't have the time to buy a new game and dive in because next week is packing. And then the week after that is moving stuff. So that's my blessing. However, I've also been on the fence about this game because I still mm. don't see a big enough of a narrative experience for me. For and I'm not a big fan of games that are just pure, let's spend 15 minutes on boss fights because that's just not my thing. So I have the blessing of being on the fence and being able to 
need to wait because of my move. Ah. And I can let these guys be the guinea pigs situation. And then yeah. hear, hear about them over the next couple of weeks of shows to make my decision on whether or not I think it's going to be a game for me or not. Because visually, it looks freaking amazing. They always do. And I want to say, if it's as good as it's supposed to be, it won't matter that you wait a month for no. the honeymoon phase to pass because this game will be around and people will be playing it, making videos, yes. talking about it for a long time. Yep. If it's as good as they claim it is. Like the past several Dark Souls games. Yeah. And let's and, and here's another thing. I saw a reviewer, another reviewer. It though, I, but yeah. I, I saw somebody say this, and this is this is true, right? If it's a really, really good game and it brings in a, a whole new audience into this style of gameplay and this difficulty and all, et cetera, great, awesome. Hopefully that's what it is. If not, it's still a new Souls game. At the end of the day, no matter what, yeah. it will at least be a good Souls game, right? Yeah. And We're I hope it's yep. more than that. But yeah. And I, and I say like a Dark Souls game because they have delivered. And I mean that in re, in regard to the people that are the creative forces behind the game, because clearly tons of influence there. Right. It's very much like a Dark Souls game, only it's a very different approach with a different story and all this different stuff. Right. But there are clearly themes and elements and systems that are still there. So I don't judge it as another Dark Souls game, but I, I judge I'm I'm saying if this delivers like the other ones have from the studio, from the people, right, then historically those games, people still play them. People still jump in there and get clobbered and love it and have fun. Yeah. Even even Dark Souls 1, it doesn't matter. So that's Even at my, 30 frames per second, people are still doing it. True story, man. <laughs> it's a true story. Well, I think, gentlemen, those are our points for the week. What makes a good fantasy? Lore. Story, baby. Yeah. Story. Lore. Yeah. yeah. It's Couple that background. Immersion. Baby. For me, immersion yeah, yeah. too. Like, yeah. You know, I feel like a part Character of myself death, can exist man. there. Yeah. So, yeah. When you I got world building. And you got to be able to talk to NPCs. Like, there's got to be that element yeah. of, of oh, knowing yeah. that you're talking to real, <laughs> actual human beings or or elves or something you gotta have npcs in your game oh right that yeah. flesh it out and give it that right. real world feel right. yeah fallout 76 is a good example of a game that didn't have npcs and it at release I, they probably fixed all that by now but at release that was just everybody was like like what is this you know you, you gotta fit so i always feel like if i even for 30 minutes to an hour Forget that I'm sitting in a chair and that I'm a human being existing in um, on the planet Earth. If they can make me forget that for a little while, they got the magic, baby. You know, and that can be a book, tabletop, a, a video game. You know, that can be many different media's that can pull that off. Uh, but right. I, I always felt like video games had the biggest opportunity to do that. Yeah, so if you all are here, I will not be leaving. I'm just going to be AFK for a bit. But gentlemen, I'm stoked for next week. I'm stoked to actually play this game. I prepared so I could have time to just it, try to just really enjoy it. Um, so we're going to come back next week, and I guess we're going to have some impressions to talk about. Plenty of gaming news, right? Rants as always. But before we take off, everybody shout out their domains. We'll go Renfield, Nathan, and Daedalus, shout out your domains where people could find you where you're not on this podcast. 
So my personal stuff is uh, all at YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Renfail, doing lots of gaming stuff, variety stuff, rants about Rings of Power and all sorts of good stuff. But the big thing that I want everybody to pay attention to is this world map behind me, which is the world of the Weave and the Void. It is a 5th edition tabletop setting, campaign module, source book. It's a point-and-click adventure game. You can get the free download. Download the free demo today. It's also a series of book chapters. Chapter 13 just went live today. And nice. after this show, we're actually previewing the first piece of concept art that Nathan Napalm Ooh. delivered last night. Our, our uh, druid, halfling druid. Um, so if you want to get more information on all that stuff, it is over at our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Wandering Hermits. So you can pre-order all the books, pre-order the game, get all that good stuff. And more importantly, Sunday nights... 9 p.m. Central oh, yeah, on the boy. Twitch channel, Weaving the Void Twitch. I am. We're about to the end of this campaign that we're running right now, but we've got Nathan, we've got Simmer, we've got Bounty Code, Sparrow, my brother, my wife. We're in the throes of finalizing this this campaign that we've been working on for the past few months, the Lost Mine of Fandelver. And then once we're done with that, um, we're going to migrate to some other stuff for a couple few months as I get through the move and everything else, and then. We're going to be coming back in the summertime, and we're going to be doing the Weave in the Void campaign mm-hmm. uh, with a whole new world. It's yeah. all homebrew. Can't wait for you all to see it. So definitely make sure you check all that stuff out. That's my rant. There you go. Nathan? Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, The Nathan Napalm, uh, and also on Twitter, The Nathan Napalm. And uh, definitely want to say, please come check us out on Sunday when we play D&D. It's a yeah. lot of fun. And there's interaction with the chat, too. Uh, so you're, you 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 yeah, can become a part of our campaign. True. As a matter of fact, we would have survived a lot of these situations if it weren't for the chat. To be That's honest, yeah, healing potions getting sent your way, like Hunger Game drops. I mean, it's pretty yeah. cool. It is cool. So come join. It's a ton of fun. It's two hours on a Sunday night. What else are you gonna do but lay in bed and look at the ceiling? And Dallas. Uh, what what a what a great intro um uh you can find me on twitter at the ashen herald and on youtube youtube.com slash c slash the ashen herald and friends as always got to give a big shout out to all of you for being here live but whether you catch us live or not we appreciate your investment in watching the show on youtube checking it out here or listening in the at the podcast places and uh you know might be the end of today's show, but we'll be here next Thursday, 5 p.m. Central. Ransom plenty until next week. Live your best lives, walk in the light, and have a great night, friends. We'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. <laughs>